Atlanta Toyota presents WSB In-Depth. Frank Lee's assistant professor at Georgia Tech School of Cybersecurity and Privacy wanted to ask about the state of cybersecurity here at the end of the year, given the several big hack attacks we've heard about lately, including apparent ransomware attack that really wrought havoc on the Henry County schools. Uh, ransomware is very prevalent right now, and part of the reason is because it's a pretty simple strategy. Um, you don't have to try and steal data and figure out how to make money off of it, but rather you just encrypt everything and say, okay, I broke everything of yours. You have to pay me if you want me to unbreak it. Um, so I think ransomware is actually very prominent right now. It's one of the most common uh, kind of problems, uh, just because it's also so simple to uh, to have impact and be, allow cyber criminals and cyber attackers to actually monetize that strategy. What do you, you're an expert in this. What do you see coming down the pike in the next two or three years as far as these attacks go that the civilians like me haven't even conceived yet? That's, that's an interesting question. I would say I actually don't think that the attacks that we'll see are going to be drastically different. Part of what supported the rise of ransomware is uh, things such as Bitcoin and these cryptocurrencies that provide some anonymity for payment, whereas before, uh, if you were to pay the ransom, there would be some way to track it better. Uh, I think over the next few years, I haven't seen a landship change in a lot of uh, the technology that would suggest that we're going to see totally new types of attacks. But I think the most prominent types of attacks are currently and still will remain a social engineering-based attacks. These are going to be attacks that really leverage human psychology, that try and trick people to do certain things. Um, even if you think about things that aren't necessarily hacking incidences, but things such as misinformation or disinformation. This is all about kind of social aspects or the human aspects um, and kind of tam- uh, leveraging that. So I think a lot of social engineering based attacks will continue to be uh, kind of very effective. And we're going to see a lot of incidences that are uh, at least initially started through social engineering efforts. It seems to me that the odds in at least one big way are almost on the attacker's side because it takes one person in Poughkeepsie clicking on a phishing email and they are into the whole company worldwide, just like that. I think the advantage is on the attacker side. Like if the defenders screw up uh, just once, there's potentially a hole that attackers can exploit to get in. Um, But I do wanna kind of paint a more optimistic or hopeful picture, um, which is that while it is true that uh, if there's a mistake, if there's a misconfiguration or some vulnerability that hasn't been managed by an organization or by someone, uh, it is possible for an attacker to get in. But there's a lot of strategies that we can do to mitigate the damage, even if an attacker is able to get in. Right. So what can you do? Well, frankly, tells me it's all the same things that we get preached uh, uh, to do over many years now already. Make sure you've got a strong password, change it frequently, install the updates when they come in, even though that is hasslesome too and you're half afraid to do it. Use the double authentication whenever you can. But of course, even one of the top double authentication apps was hacked recently so what can you do also he raised an interesting point about passwords a lot of times when there's a hack no matter your password it's actually not your fault it's the website's fault or the company's fault from the other end i wanted to hear more about that so we're going to hear from frank lee again uh, from georgia tech here about cybersecurity. your passwords later this week